I'm going to try it here with that little beetle here. Now, I really don't need this, but I like kind of having it just a beat of something while I'm talking. Because I like talking to the dead wind. I always talk to myself, but it ain't not nice talking to yourself when you're listening to music or something. Uh, if I had to choose today, it was a Bob Marley song I would rather play. Nah, not no woman, no cry. Three little birdies. That's what I was saying. No, but that's a love song. Oh, well. Anyway, let's try this. Hold on. All right. I don't know how this is going to work out. Turn on the speaker. It looks like that. Taking a lot out. I lost my Mickey, so I'm making sure I record this right. I don't do nothing with Mickey, but carry it around in my pocket. I have Mickey so much. Mickey's like almost like a part of me. Until I lost that. But it's around here somewhere, and I know it is. So, hold it off.
no man, nobody want to do, but they got to be done. Um, and that's a, a system that grew out of God knows. They say it's 3,000 years old, but uh, if you look at the structure of things, uh, that's more defining to war. The color structs. I mean, again, you got to look at New Orleans uh, during slavery, after slavery, you know, pretty much. Even even still today, I mean, up until fucking 70 something, they had the brown people bag, because I'm sure it went beyond that. Uh, but that wasn't just the extent of it, you know, because you could work yourself around that after a certain amount of time, you know, uh, because in New Orleans, it not became apparent that. Not so many yellows was falling for that trick and wanted to enroll the children at the St. Albany, these other schools that took a uh, so-called interest in the black race. Only the high yellow ones, one with money, ones who were the elite leaders. And I mean, it, it pretty much came out like that, but not same. But anyway, if you go back to the... Uh, Early caste system in New Orleans, French Quarter, Octoro, um, all these different names and branches or, or levels of uh, racial identity, actually, the pigment of the skin. And uh, even those who came out to be really white didn't have, wasn't classes, white wasn't classes. I'm not sure. I'm not, not used to know it. But see, now, that shit existed a long time, uh, and I suspect it also, uh, I mean, it had a lot to do where people lived as well, you know, uh, then sometimes, you know, if you, it's not like they didn't have yellow in the ghetto, they had a bunch of them, you know, but you would find more of the people, probably on who had business and everything up in uh, Seven Ward, uptown. Around uh, Conine Gallery. Uh-huh. Well, not so much staff in Conine Gallery, but they had, we had our spots in the city. To, um, from, I mean, you know, and this is, I'm talking about where I was young looking at New Orleans, there was Grandpa Street, you know, and I mean, that was a school. wasn't black, but what the hell? Some black women, maybe they had some of the black stores, but mostly they wasn't. And uh, that's where they would go get their tail off, go shine, different damn things there that look pretty, uh, fall into the fashion of the day. But you also had the uh, places like around the projects or around where actually there was a large amount of dwellers in life because you take it as a green word, a mini green word. You know, and I'm not sure it's those places, but the majority of them were uh, uh, owned by, by blacks, yellow, mostly, by them, you know, the, uh, and then that was a good scheme to get into things, you know, if you <laughs> pass within, in the race, you know, you know, if they're not really looking to stick to the color structure, you can pass there, they act more intellectually. <laughs> if you uh, present yourself better. So they wouldn't even question it. Because most of the time now when I was coming up, it was 
if somebody from New Orleans, Lexington, where you from, Lexington, where you from in the city? You say Irish Town or up around Magnolia, uptown, downtown. Where about? You know, and then they would try to narrow it down if you didn't give it to them the first time. And, uh, night war, you know, night war itself sometimes left to sit alone. You didn't need any more explaining. And then, you know, but me, I would always desire. I wasn't ashamed of desire. But, it was always where blacks looked at people from the project um, as inferior as fucked up. Now, you know, this is nothing new. This is pretty much cast. Uh, not so much structured as with some some privilege within the community itself, you know, where you may uh, own a business and take that business and branch off into other business and do different things. But they always they always seem to take their money out of these areas. I mean, unless they were living in areas, and I'm not sure if any did. Maybe uh, I don't think the bottom drugstore lived in the back of their truck, so they probably lived in Chile. Um, I don't. The man who I forget. This man named the Christian Damn right on Florida Avenue. The shoe shine or uh, repair uh, piece. Uh, but, you know, when I was coming up to their hair, not that they had a lot of yellows. They had blacks own business to the pool hall. Um, now, the stores, I'm pretty sure, were owned by white DC uh, market. That was a lot of money, a lot of control. Uh, they with that one right across the track. Where Helen Network became, uh, well, not where Helen Levy uh, Clinic stood before it became whatever place that was, uh, Kingfish Place. It uh, was a grocery store. Fucking died. And then they had the Villery around the corner by the uh, movie place. Villery Market. And I think those are owned by pretty much white. But that drugstore, I'm, I'm pretty sure, was owned by a high yellow black man buying them. As well, most of the other small business. You find along the outskirts of the project. So, in some inside later, where I graduated, little trucks that sold different things, cuisine, uh, nothing bread or anything. Maybe it is here, but mostly it was a. What we call those damn ones? Trucks. Street shop trucks. But it was like. But mostly before that, and that spurred off into the in the seven. And at first, police used to shut down, but then you know, but there was this big red girl who uh, uh, stayed in that. As a matter of fact, this guy who uh, it was this guy who uh, died being hit on a railroad track. Young guy, a couple of years older than me in high school, you know. He uh. Walking around there one day, uh, going out to the lake, and some kind of way playing on the train track out here. Get some fucking train. I think it was, they were riding it or something. Which, you know, some kids did. I can't say I ever did. It just wasn't my thing. I wasn't 
no daredevil. Um, I think my mother scared me enough that I might roll underneath that motherfucker and get cut off. <laughs> cut up. But uh, that was his sister who had the truck. Now, y'all, they had like the them. I mean, not the them. Uh, up Desire Street, there was a dot sweet shop. Then maybe you walk a little further, they had a little record shop right on the house. It's going right down Benefit. Well, not Benefit, coming out of the Samson Park at the end there by the swings and stuff. And you go through that country, you can have a little thing on the right or left, whichever way you're coming. Uh, that uh, had records. I don't think there was nothing right there that benefited itself. Even follow the back of the project there and then you'll be set behind houses that ran along the weasel. Then you come out to be right there at Palmer Market. And now that, that's not that Louisa Street, I forget the name of that street. The block before Louisa, the bounds by the project, I mean by the uh, Louisa Street and that next street over. Oh, this street over. Not Metropolitan. No clue it was the next one over. No clue it was three over. I think Metropolitan was the first one over. But not Metropolitan, one or other direction. Maybe he didn't know he didn't bring the other. But anyway, you know, in Palmer's Market, and they all of a sudden ended up with champs back that way, uh, and a couple of other places. Uh, used to be wild with champs. Pass through there. I mean, there always was a sign of music, somebody, people hanging out. Thought to be a while back there for a while, you know, nobody would hang out or do anything. Uh, Chances of getting your ass killed were pretty phenomenal now. But, especially during the uh, rise of them crackers. But, I uh, was looking at the news, of course, and saw this program about the Indian caskets. And I can't really remember what state it was, but they're about the whole city. I don't know which kind of election it was, but it was pretty local, though. For the majority of our Indian Indian people, and maybe even California uh, or New York, and they're voting to indiscriminatory cash. Now, you know, if you sit there and listen to these advocates and people talking about this, you know, and I mean, I'm looking at these people mostly that, uh, but you know, the ones who are speaking up are somewhat the lighter ones. Uh, and you know, even though you got one who said, you know, it's from the lower class, untouchable, which I've always and, and, and really, when they push it on TV, they try to paint another picture of it because they look simply for that. I mean, they, they put a, a truly one of, one of the true untouchables on there that, you know, are really determined not so much by their uh, um, economics or uh, position as to was their artistic or anything. I don't care about that. It's, it's their color. If they're black, Really, it was dark over a certain level. Nowhere near the paper bag, but more or less towards the tobacco. Um, they fall in that bottom place, no matter what the channels or anything is, and they're trying to keep driving them in there. And, 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 you know, you got these different levels. So, what it's telling me is that uh, 
what they're trying to tell you, I mean, what it seemed to me is that mostly it's the same inner racism that went on uh, in, you know, Louisiana and throughout the South, you know, and throughout other countries that had been conquered by Europeans. Um, so when we look, when we look and see When I hear, when I actually hear them saying something like uh, about the uh, stop being taking a vote to stop this, it's kind of like fucked up. Because what they're really saying, you know, because they're giving you this thing, we come to America to get away from that, to have the opportunities, da 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 da. They and these are black people saying this. So what they, one of the pictures they're drawing up to you is that the. Uh, it's about their, uh, uh, racism, discrimination is not on us. Clear, you know. Uh, ones who are doing all the violence, crime, and they give you this is another segment with all the crime programs. It's dark people, uh, mostly. Like this dude who fucking, uh, uh, it's nigga made national news, jacking a car with a baby, and they took the baby out, put it on the side, and left. <laughs> So that makes nothing move. As well as the killer or the dude who shot all these killers. Multiracial on the light side. Nobody cares about this black ass kid who goes shot in the fucking head and then on about this man. Or in the back. You don't hear about that shit. You ain't hearing too much no more about this motherfucker who lynched him. In a choco, on a train. So, that's just part of that cast. You can almost do anything to them and nothing is uh, reported. And that's even inside their system. So, I mean, the thing is, if they're demonized itself and they can't say we doing it, right? Uh, 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 they'll put that shit out there. But that just shows. Really fucking mentally disturbed. So where is Because look, people know when they come to this country what the fuck is. And mostly when you got a group of uh, individual immigrants who come in, they usually work in their communities and don't tend to come out just as life have been forced into over the years. But and you find somewhat of a sanction and a worship, do your thing, uh, party like you do, and meet people who have something in common. There's nothing wrong with that. At the same time, it's uh, looked down upon when, you know, some are looked up upon. Or, well, yeah, like uh, the German population down there in fucking uh, San Antonio area. You know, you know that's for the Italians all over the country. Maybe even the German too. German American is Italian American. Got fucking parades and everything else. Irish American thing. So, and I mean nothing wrong with that. But then on the other hand, you know, they give they give you a, a whole bunch of that you got to praise, but not a date of parade. But then, if you 
celebrate you do it every day anyway. So, but the, the thing is, when you know you're coming to a country that already has some discrimination, and then you black, and then you dark, what's this? Pretty much, I don't know why they did that in China. You know, 
and then you know if you look at a lot of these foreign countries who run it, it's pretty much a cast. Um, no matter how dark the country, except for maybe a, a lot of spots in Africa, they uh, ran it. But then a lot of them got these uh, cultural limits or in, in, in defining, like uh, Tutu. And, uh, and, and, you know, I don't know a lot of, because I never got that deep into any culture, per se, especially modern day, uh, because it really wasn't that so deep ancestrally in ancient time or historic time, uh, other than a few places, you know, Europe, Europe really well, it was really bad. They call it feudal, beyond feudal. But I would be disturbed by this program. As not one of them say holding up a sign for or against it. What they they say maybe you know they only let you hear one side of it. Um, and the one who actually was speaking. No, I don't think there was none. Who said that? You know, and that's just like the them them throwing out a statement that a black mate that says. Uh, Permanent vaccine just ain't working and ain't no good. Now, do they get the full context of the statement? No, they don't. Uh, nothing you say. They just take that part. And we know. Now, with the uh, AI, they could change and make everything stop. Boom. You say one thing, boom, and then that's the idea. And the idea. But that in itself, look, I looked at this program and I'm like, fuck. Do they even realize? Now, and again, it's not so much defining on the pigment. Uh, it has a lot to do with it. Also, the economics and the class. The class meaning where you dwell, where you come from, where you sleep at night, and what you call home. Uh, uh, I'm from the project. <laughs> you know. Now, I know the project. Know the surrounding area. Immediately, immediate surrounding. Know a lot of New Orleans uptown, Desire Street. I know a lot of the night boys. Lower Nine? Nah, I didn't know much. But I knew the project. I knew around the project. Extended parts, you know, up to Desire, Galvez, maybe was even walk yeah, the canal street sometimes. Uh, well you straight up uh then you get to uh you could go Galvis and go up depends on what part of the canal street you're going to. Galvis and go up. Take a long walk then. Or you could go straight up uh Claiborne, turn, turn right, hit up Claiborne, just walk over there, walk over the bridge and follow Claiborne, cross uh, Franklin, turn, take that little curve and boom, straight on. Oh, even you could go that way if you want to do a shortcut zigzag and once you hit Franklin, turn left, hit St. Claude, 
straight on. Could just be the past up the track. Legends Hill usually a good spot. Party spot. St. Claude is a good spot. A lot of different spots. It was always active. A lot of business going on. Shit going on. Auto dealership. Closer you got to Canal Street, the more shit was going on. But I, I, I mean, I knew the city. You know, Lord, uh, I want it. I mean, I, I had never looked at a lot of cities. Even, I mean, the project was one thing. Outside the project was another thing. I didn't see anything outside the project as different other than, you know, they did have the white areas, they had the black areas. Uh, now, pretty much, you know, in the black areas, like the Romans, well, I mean, nobody knew what, where I was from. Uh, and, you know, uh, where you was from pretty much dictated how you was, uh, or accepted or whatever. That's it. Lord, and I ain't war people. They didn't like people from Desire. They went to school with them. A lot of them went to Carver, came to Carver uh, after they, I guess, uh, graduated from the junior high school that came to Carver. Now, mixing with us then, and, uh, you know, there was a lot of uh, people who knew and had relatives and everything else from uh, the project into uh, who lived in the Lower Nightmare. Well, Lower Nightmare was a place where there used to be a, I think a lot of white folks, government housing used to be as well as military used to put that there. Uh, and then all of a sudden it opened up for people and I'm not sure who lived there. Uh, first, I'm sure it was the uh, those uh, who fled from the Florida projects in the early days when right after they built Desire. And then from that point, they migrated off into Metairie. A lot of them did that first. I mean, not Metairie, Arabia stuff. Shalman. But the Lord Nightwood, I knew it was owned by uh, mostly blacks. They didn't go to too many business out there on uh Look at Street Captain, they had a lot of like little poppins place around there, Captain Gallus and Captain and Hero in between those that area up and down the strip a little bit. And um uh, you know, it's graceful not first, but it looked like a neighborhood place. And actually not neighborhood but not so much neighborhood. There's a lot going on with trying to get shit together. I mean and I was somewhat impressed and uh one one of the times I mean that's what I even went to one of the uh, Panthers meeting. <laughs> like, okay, well, this is scared out of me. Nigga talking shit. Wait for the police to come in. And then they packed it down, and you know, you see they got guns and shit up there. But anyway, that didn't bother me so much as, uh, in fact, that when I was over there, you know, it really wasn't so much of an accepted thing because I was from the project. Uh, just like most of the city, you know, you know, where you from? Hey, just whatever from the project, from design. That was it, design. 
but not that I would brag or look for him in a rep or anything. Just say the matter of fact. But you know, I let go ahead and let people determine what they wanted. But I, I mean, we knew. Even if the police stopped me, you know, one time me and my friends were stopped up there by the bowling alley across the street from Asian We stuck around trying to throw a star back. So I was there in the graveyard. And, uh, right there, St. Louis and Claiborne, waiting on that damn bus. And, uh, police pulled up right when the bus was coming in the, uh, Hassled us, they could buy IDs. You know, it's pretty obvious that we didn't have no fucking driver's license because we were young kids. And, um, so we, we had the youth, uh, even back then, you know, carrots, school ID with us. And, you know, just like, you know, boys, some of them had wallets, put their school ID and get a wallet or, I mean, get a, uh, some of the ID, they look at the ID and they, like they go into the car and check out shit. They come back, talking about we've been having some car break and shit. Yo, call my boys, huh? What y'all doing on here? You know, and pretty much telling you to go back to the area. And that was everybody's attitude towards people from the project. Now, is that a cast? Of course it is, because once people start out the project and you went, uh, in the Lower Nine War, they tend to lead us and say, yeah, I'm going away from them projects. Them niggas over there crazy. They crazy all over. Yeah, but, you know, you got this inward fighting, discriminating, uh, separated, segregated, because you see, but they're your children. You ain't marrying that motherfucker from the project. <laughs> Or even when you're in the project, you go, that motherfucker put the project, you gotta get you somebody else in project. Like it's any difference, you know, and my my <laughs> experience showed me that, you know, fuck. Some of the worst people didn't come from the project. Some of the worst people had shit given to them throughout their life. Some of the worst people will admit to anything to keep what they figure is is an advantage over most. Or few or something, as long as they're not at the bottom, cast down there where the shit is. <laughs> so, I, uh, I remember one time, uh, you know, uh, people always try to play me, you know, sometimes. When I, I hung out with people, it was I hung out with, uh, some friends. One, Two, one from the project. One, two, three, one from the project. This is when my little group grew. We were in senior high. And uh might have been even more. And uh, this but the ones who lived in the project pretty much were scattered, you know, except for a couple of them. You know, saw stayed right across the court from me, and then they lived right on the other side. Uh, uh, Desire right there at the corner of Desire and Abundance. Charles living that first driveway going up towards that. That's a little too, uh, 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 I guess, left. 
going to give them a westerly or easterly direction. Like, nah, that not. And then, uh, Walter lived out uh, in Metropolis, Cluid, and, uh, fuck, I don't know what that is, but Cluid in the Mondays, no, before, but Cluid in Florida, I think. And, uh, then lived uh, Metropolis on the other side of Higgins. That's two blocks up. Right, but you actually can see the school from his yard. His, uh, parents that come out. And, uh, either one of those persons, my Ferdinand lived a little back there beside. There were a couple of guys who came picked up, even after that, Robert and, uh, Clarence. They, uh, lived back there around Benefit Way. But, you know, the ones, people, the ones right outside the pressure pretty much didn't have no problem. That's the kids, you know, the same age. Nobody worrying about from whether you're in the project because it's sort of like blended as we were kids in high school. Yeah, those kids from over there blended with the kids and them. I mean, we went to high school together and everything else. So, actually, some went to elementary school by Edward. So it wasn't no, uh, in the media there, there was no, uh, nigga from the project. Except for the older, some of the older people, the older parents who <laughs> just figure, you know, I have that project. Even though there's insight, I don't, we don't live there. And, you know, it's a big influence of the project is on a lot of these places. And they kids in their homes, you know. Uh, so they were every bit a part of the project, even though they didn't want it. But they always, they always knew, you know. On the other side, even further and further, uh, it was like people would question, "Would you? Who you looking for?" If they didn't know you around, because <laughs> they figured they had that right. Yeah. But then sometimes it was just harassment because they could figure, they figured, you know, they've been seen you before and know. But leave that alone and all. With the but with the people from. Uh, uh, Lord Ninewater was a little different. You know, it was definitely they thought they were better. As, as well as those I mentioned, Tilly, uh, Press, Press Park, what's that Press Park? Yeah, in Blake Pontchartrain area, you know, there was a plenty of places. I mean, and me working at, um, Mardi Gras Bowling at, at a young age, I saw a lot of because I mean, other than going to the store and see all of those games when I was younger, that uh, swagman on the wall and, you know, these yacht would just see advertised on the fucking cartoons in those early days, you know. Uh, you, you get a sense of what was really out there, what you had access to, what you could afford. I mean, you somewhat came accepted that. But when you really went out and see... Uh, like when I started working, I started working young, and then, you know, first real job I had was maybe 14, 15, working at, uh, Mardi Gras Bowling Alley, and, yeah, <laughs> it was a labor, labor did what they told me, fucking doing cleaned up, pick up beer, uh, shit, and I evolved into different things when I was there, but didn't stay there long, but it was a hard job, but what I, a lot of times just sitting back looking ahead, both white and black, different lights to it. And I, I, I uh, 
It depends on what night it was where I actually stayed good because sometimes I was staying up in the front and, you know, the blacks actually were more welcome. They didn't know who I was, but I didn't think I was a, so much a project boy as a hard-working black kid. And uh, maybe, most likely, I wasn't from the project and working this shit. <laughs> so I... Uh, a lot of, you know, kids from the didn't come out to work. Not that young when I did, but I mean, fuck, I had to. I mean, you know, my family was poor and I had to um, not take care of myself. I'm sure my parents would, but I had to, you know, bring my up to Pierre Sanders as much as good, you know, on my own because I mean, it showed me that I away from hammer down and Everett was out of school, away from the house, I mean, he, that didn't make me have to get hit, you know, because <laughs> I didn't, it was usually for the ones under me who uh, was fresh starting off, or, so, but anyway, I uh, accept the fact that I went to work early, and, uh, but I did get a glimpse to look at, you know, some of the things that, uh, and the ways, the characteristics, the way they act, and some of the things they because, you know, some of them were in position to hire fire people, you know. Some of them worked in the city, some of them were Most of them had middle class staff, what we would consider middle class at the time. I mean, somewhat was up there, you know. But then again, they had those who were just down there, you know, man, bold, and I met a few of them, you know, and who accepted me. And I mean, not so much accepted me, but looked at me, talked to me, and like, all right, all right. Well, you're different, you're cool from the project, you know. At the time, I thought it was really something, but, it, you know, uh, really was nothing other than uh, uh, talking about my whole area. While they made me think I hope they were praising me, you know, it's putting down my area. And, I mean, you know, well, I was no different than a lot of other projects and places that wasn't in the project, you know, uh, that had crime and uh, all kind of fucking crime that was left to dwell inside it, you know, and I didn't have the proper services and said, I don't give a fuck what. And a lot of them were even doing worse than inside the project. project. Actually, uh, a lot of them in the early days had their own crews that took care of it, kept the grass cut, kept it maintained well. You know, pipes broke, fix it, glass broke, fix it. You know, they got away from that shit fucking thing. People started having to put cardboard in their fucking window when it broke. To wait years to get it fixed, so he's gonna fix it to fucking stuff. But that's what it evolved. Now, you talk about cash. One of the other things I heard on the fucking news, I'm gonna leave that cash alone because it's in this country. Everybody wanna be like, the oppressors so much that they don't see what they're doing. I mean, some of the women just see on TV. And I mean, I don't know why black still today don't take them relaxes out there after they know what the fuck they've been doing to them. I mean, you're fucking crazy for one thing. But is that addictive? Is that anything like me wanting a cigarette? Ooh, ooh. I needed lime money. And I'm, you know, always thought that, you know, they didn't, uh, 
work on that as much as being a mental health uh, issue when it comes to putting this in your area and trying to look as because you're you're not accepted, trying to look like those who don't accept it. So and pretty much that's the whole thing of casting. The closer you are to the look like those who press yeah. More class you got, more intelligence you got, more wit, more strength, you know, more rights, more entitlement, more privilege. Just get fucking more. None of the rest slowly cast off. How can you serve the ones with the most? Warriors? That's the second one. And no matter what class, they put them up there as the second. That's why they they move up. Go up there and kill that motherfucker. They move right on up. They can install another general and just take over military. So. So we fit off into the thing of looking like those who. It's not so much looking like those who do the hating as much as it is looking like, not as much like those who are the most haters. <laughs> I mean, that's the effort. And then we say, nah, fuck, fuck if it is, I'm black motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm not that black. Oh, yeah. But then, you know, you got to look at the situations uh, of this country, this so-called group of oppressors that we became part of and actually don't mind saying, hey, at least I'm in America. You know, wow policies in this country, we also represent. So that just makes us just as bad as the fucking other one. Just as anybody we want to claim, complain about it. You complain about them having discriminatory shit in the country. It's not just this country. It's a fucking pattern. All over the world. The policies, everything they do. Look, okay, let's take a hating country. Yeah, I had to get to this. And this shit about this H B C and you we sent it over to uh Ukraine NATO World Health Federation all kind of organizations over the world. Mostly centralizing Europe that uh, distribute their intellect, knowledge, aid all over the world as they see fit. Let's look at the state lottery. Most of them coming up. Yeah, it's related. <laughs> because all this aid that they send in Ukraine they're not sending the fucking none of the 
And they talk about these aid organizations, you know. Just send it here, send it there. Right. You know, them aid organizations usually have CEOs who don't work for nothing. Most of the people who work for them don't work for nothing. So, you'd be lucky if 10 cents of every dollar you don't go there. No, that's go to this. Not donate. Well, because I guess this is donate. The lottery. Most state lotteries say they're going to send all their winning to advanced school, aid school, four point for uh, K through 12. Some even college, but I don't think community college, maybe not. But now, what has been determined that most of these places that sell lottery tickets are scattered around low-income places? Odds of winning not good, but you know that hope and dream of getting out these low-income situations. I got the project. No, they really don't have them on the project. They scared these motherfuckers to break in and come in smash that city over and rob it. Now, unless they got steel glass, steel and glass, so the motherfuckers can't get in there. I've seen something like that. They had this place on uh, Claiborne, Lower Nine Ward in the 80s. Lower Nine Ward, just over Claiborne Bridge, and right at the L station. They had just like a little boot. That motherfucker was locked up so tight they could barely hear you. I'm screaming through that. Shut the mic and sit in the word. So, you know, if you buy a lottery ticket from a place like that, but mostly you still around the low income they pick up these fucking uh, cages that people in. And um, more than not, that's where they are. More than not, that's who buy a lot of tickets. More than not, that's who have a hope for it. Uh, even though most of the winners are never in these fucking areas. Maybe a few, but most of them know. Now, that, that's money. You know, and there's just a report that said that over the uh, last uh, two years, it has increased since the pandemic. Fuck knows why. They always try to relate to their mental health issue. And that, that, that truly is a mental health issue. That was one of the reasons they was trying to bring it up, that the mental health issue uh, escalated and almost uh, exponentially. So the, uh, in, within the last two years, so the thing is, it's mental health issues, but it also is the issue where all this money coming from black neighborhoods, low-income neighborhoods, Spanish neighborhoods, it don't matter, and it's feeding this addiction of these people, and they're providing money that going to the school, but it's been also found that historically and systematically, I mean, because you got to look at this city surgeon. I've been going on in some fucking places a fucking year. These monies are not actually going to the communities that put in the most, but usually going to communities on the outskirts, on the outside, or the middle class community who they're trying to appease because that's who the lottery uh, really was catered to. You know, it wasn't catered to the people in these low-income areas who usually don't go road, who usually got to wake up too early, who usually just don't give a fuck about policies and everything. Just 
live another day and just make a little living. And I know sometimes we all been educated on your financial situation. But the, uh, uh, that in itself and the policies of this country, because this is nothing new. You're just taking some money that people voluntarily give that the states are actually feeding this addiction. Let's keep it more and more people broke, borrowing money, breaking into shit, dealing shit, thinking about suicide, committing suicide, robbery, thievery, uh, you can do so much shit in paper now, uh, I mean, paperwork, you uh, uh, financial, fuck up his family, says, oh, Katrina, I'm about to say Katrina, and any kind of government situation, people go around for place to place, probably bullshit, and, uh, usually, <laughs> collect money from, so it don't go that way, and then you got the stock market. I don't even understand why fucking why that exists because all we're doing is letting them dictate the price of things by pure speculation of what they're gonna have in the future. And even if that don't work out the way they're gonna say they're gonna have it, and they have not enough, they're gonna go up on price and they're gonna sensationalize it on the news, and you're gonna have a run on what they got. Then price go up, price stay up. Most people don't have to worry about that because they stay in line with it through their contracts, through unions and everything else. And unions, I remember, used to not be for everybody. Unions was for those who had skilled jobs that could go up against the status quo to get more money that they thought they were worth. While at the same time, these wanted to get more money that they thought they were wanted to keep those below them at these business they depend on that to get their food and the different things at a cheaper rate. Keep those good boys at a low rate, but we don't need to bring them the food. You know? Oh, garbage, fuck that. You keep those that who collect garbage at a certain rate. Man, it's uneducated anyway. Straight sweepers, street cleaner, janitors, and fucking uh, department buildings and stuff. Those jobs were what delegated to us, no matter what the fuck we come from, my education. Even though we at the same time they had this casting system inside. So we got this casting system in the country. And if we suffer from mental health issues because of this casting system inside the country, is that not some fucking shit that did in the whole world? Because it's no different in the world. I mean, yeah, they try to say we got a democracy. Yeah, we free. Motherfuckers free to hate. Free to hate till some court and some group of motherfuckers decide, yeah, that's really nasty. You can't really do that. Instead of, you know, that everything is about legal system. Now, not so much for you, but for them. How much can we legally get away with? And we mimic, we copy, we brighten, lighten, and we flourish with the idea at least I'm not looking like the ones that most hated.
Now most every pity again. I say those untouchables and they you could identify. Like in the United States, you know, white people identify brown, black, Hispanic, anything not white, untouchable. Is that our race? Woo. We got this, I mean it probably in all of them. And we usually call it tradition and stuff and pretty fucked up in this cast. So I remember in high you know, high school they had these uh kids uh from the Lord Night World and one of them was this guy, Stanley. Stanley walked with a limp, something was wrong with his lady. You know, and there was a kid in the project, Wesley used to have uh uh, what was the big shoes? Something was wrong with him, but, uh, uh, Stanley just didn't wear no, he wore the same shoes. One of his feet, one of his feet was laid with normal, the other one, like, was shorter, but it was like more or less walking on his toes or whatever. But, you know, I've always got along with him, even though he was from the Lord Night And I know most of the people had a two from the Lord Night Lawless. That's the name of the school. On Foster, that's where most of the kids from the Lower Nine World graduated in junior high school. Um, now, again, I uh, no, I was from the project. Most of the kids uh, from Nova, all of ended up uh, got out of junior high school. Ended up had to make a copy of Ended up having to go. Either Carver, or if they had somebody with another address, one of the schools uptown, you know, which they thought was better, or continuing on to their Catholic school. Because I think they had St. Mary's. St. Mary's, kids out of St. Mary's was in the same situation as the kids out of uh, St. Philip. Once they got out of those schools, which was junior high school, they were uh, either could go to one of the Catholic schools, like <laughs> it wasn't but one black. Um, and what I'm sure Walter could have got in it if he wanted to. But maybe they couldn't afford it or wanted to pay that money for that crazy club. But they, uh, because he was yellow enough. But he, uh, ended up going to Carver. Uh, just as many of the other ones. Now, though I didn't know Walter until uh, and yeah, I knew then that he uh, <laughs> he came because of uh, as he used to say, it came because he didn't want to go to St. Augustine and another place. And that uh, Dan himself, damn girl, you fought <laughs> Yeah, dog. And Dan himself, you know, went to uh, it was the Carver Jr. And I actually met him my last year on the Junior side. Right before high school. And so it wasn't no shock for those two. Uh, cause, I mean, it was pretty much around the area, in the area. Uh, and desire was just, as I say, part of that area. Uh, and when I'm sure, uh, you know, as they came new to senior high school or junior high school, they did junior high. I mean, it was junior high because they only went up to sixth grade, so 
We ended up coming to Carver South in junior high. I'm talking about some of these private school, Catholic school, black Catholic school. <laughs> so they, we ended up with uh, these kids who was running Lower Nine Ward who actually, uh, yeah. though I'm sure that a lot of them knew about the, these guys, been over there, got relatives and everything. None, none of them truly just willingly came to visit somebody in desire, you know, I mean, or any project. So it was more of a shock for them. And I know once they would get out of school and go home, it would be fascinating, fucking massive amount of people at the uh, bus stop, you know, here, you know, with their tokens and shit <laughs> that they got from the government, the school board, because uh, they needed prize on. But see, that was that middle class that worked that deal out there. When we was living, you know, at the far end of the project, couldn't get a fucking token. But that was okay. But see, the thing was, uh, these, and so the school was over, boom. But anyway, I, you know, Sally was one of the kids, and they had another one. Some of these girls with the Nazi twins, I think they were uh, from the Lower Nine War. And, you know, me and the dudes I hung with in high school was actually Nazi. I'm not gonna stay close with the dude, but you know we know him. We, you know, I mean, we talk to him, and it changed. You know, you see him all over. Usually, you didn't know uh, or care what somebody was until they pronounced it. You know, and then you know that's when the mentality sank in. Of yeah, <laughs> you from the project, and I'm not. You black? No, I'm not. You know, you could be bright, but. You still from the project and I'm not. Shit like that mentality like that. Uh, even coming up, I remember as a kid playing cowboys in India, nobody wanted to be a motherfucking uh, Indian. You know, nobody ain't even want to be black. Call somebody black, don't call me black. <laughs> Why? But anyway, uh, so what I'm trying to say is I've always but along with Stanley was nice. When I came back out of uh, seclusion into New Orleans uh, after rebuilding my mother's home and stuff and was roaming around, actually in around Kingfish, you know, thought I was going to have to get something going with Kingfish until he tried to fuck old men. And I, you know, as a businessman and as a man, you're only going to get one chance to fuck old me like that and I'm, I'm done with you. Uh, but it was in almost the same instant because I helped him cut some grass and instead of, you know, him paying me kingfish, uh, bought me some shoes and no, I helped him with a fucking, uh, crab boil, a, a boil. Cause that's what he was so much known for. Uh, and, you know, I, he was half, he was fucking blind, couldn't see around, so I'd give him a ride and stuff, you know, uh, get his shit together, help him, you know, he's making all these problems, got a little garden going to, Gorilla Garden, I got my camper pig parked out there, and uh, I helped them cut grass one day, he said, you know, I'm, I'm going to play you, I'm, I want to get this stuff for the boil, okay, and then uh, he did the boil, and I uh, helped him with that boil, and uh, I'm waiting for the pig, dude, what, when are you going to pay me? He had and gave me a pair of tennis shoes the day before, all star. He said, oh, I'm up in here. 
I gave you them shoes. I said, dude, don't, I don't want you that shit. I took them shoes. I didn't give them back to them. I threw them in the fucking garbage here in the dumpster you had there. Because I had to make my plans to, you know, hook up my camp and leave. Because you, look, you just fucking crossed the forest line. You ain't paid me my motherfucking money. I'm going to fight you because this is your house. I got to kill you easy. But what I did, I made plans sad. Now, this motherfucker had not come to depend on me. Because as I say, he was blind. I had a ride. He didn't. I would go to the store with him. He up with the boy. I didn't try to cheat him. But he tried to cheat me. Fuck you. Let somebody else help you not. Stop fucking around with him right, right there. Now, at the same time, now, I met Stanley through Kingfish. Kingfish tried to be uh, in the community and shit, you know, at the same time, you know, he was one of the motherfuckers selling drugs, uh, pushing prostitution and everything else. Back in the day, I mean, unbeknownst to me, but, you know, these old players got a tendency of bragging. So, you know, and I know a lot of this shit was lie, but I know a lot of that shit was fucking true. And it was the way he spoke of it, like it was something to be patted on the back. So, you know, really, you know, that was one of the things I had to do for me. I mean, you know, despite that, let's build this shit up. You know, I'm ready to get my, get some business on because I, I actually need this to keep my sanity. But... He, uh, I told me, but anyway, uh, the crab boy. So I also went with, uh, uh before the crab boy, I volunteered and did some work with him, not him, because he couldn't see what the fuck, but I, I had him plating shit up and doing it because I didn't volunteer for it to do myself. Yeah, I had him, you know, everything here, you know, he helped put that shit, he could get around pretty good if you put him in one spot and give him directions, you know. I mean, this is not, this is before me. Don't say like he was depending on me, no, because he'll walk down the fucking street forever with his cane. So anyway, you know, dealing with the school, Carver, you know, Carver had them been closed down. They're trying to get Carver repaired instead of torn down, da-da-da-da-da-da. Uh, so they was giving a, a, a gathering, a rally and stuff, and they was selling, or giving away sandwiches or selling sandwiches or burgers and different things and want to do this. Hell yeah, that's my school. And I did that. And then, you know, he pulled this uh, uh, shit right there. And at the same time, now after I did this, Stanley, I met Stanley, you know, and started talking to him and he started coming around, uh, what you call him. And all of a sudden now, they are about to have a gathering of something. Kingfish about to do another fucking boil. I'm like, oh yeah. Now, I'm making my plans. I'm trying to get this fucking thing moved because I can't move my trailer with the car I had. I had a little fucking pickup truck. But, you know, I got to get somebody with a big old truck to move it, just like I have to get somebody to put it there. And I'm still waiting, biding my time, like getting the fuck away. You know, where my money do? Uh... And he didn't found the shoes, pulled the shoes out, and, and got the shoes sitting up there. Say, hey, you didn't want the shoes? I said, no, dude, I don't want no shoes. I buy my own shoes. I don't know how somebody bought me to buy my shoes. You know, let me wear my money, go. Oh, I'm, I'm trying to get it straight. Okay, fuck you. So anyway, you know, Matt Stanley, Stanley started coming around there a minute. You know, before this even came up to this point, 
And then all of a sudden, you know, he's like, hey, man, look, I'm out here with a barbecue. I'm, uh, I need you. I need somebody to cook. Uh, I'll pay you. And then, uh, and then at the same time, he come with his girl. Uh, some, I don't know, some Sally. And it seemed like, you know, you know, when you were there with Stanley, it seemed to be Stanley friend, but now you in my face. And, you know, they, I was like, what the fuck? I know game. And the next thing you know, she called me the next day. Hey, look, I need somebody to cook for me. I said, really? Yeah, uh, we're having a barbecue this day, huh? And uh, I said, okay, cool. Okay, cool. When you having it? Whenever day she gave me. I'm like, okay, I'll talk to you then. Hold on, you know, no, no, I talk to you. And I hung up, and uh, just so happened, I got uh, Ronald to uh, come pull my trailer. Dude that lived across by my mom come pull my trailer. And uh, I parked that sucker. Came this woke up that morning. He didn't see me nowhere to fuck around. And even there, nobody called on say, to know the guy is right way down himself. Hey, where you at? And I'm like, yeah, I'm down here. He ain't even had that no more. But it was the fact that he and this motherfucker Stanley, even though Project uh, 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 King Visit catered his fucking business across from the project, two of them, Florida and uh, Desire, um, Close enough to spit and be spit on from the project. Both of them all looking up because I'm from the project. I'm I'm worth fucking trying to use the place. And um, I uh, whew, I could do some terrible shit. But you know the best thing I could have done was left him. And it took me about a week after he didn't pay me to get the fuck around it. Uh, but at the same time. I ain't fuck with the garden. I ain't do shit. As a matter of fact, most of the time I was gone. Hey, I got some running to do. Hey, I got this. And not that I had to explain. But after the first couple of days, hey, I hadn't seen you around in a couple of days. Yeah, I had some running to do. Take care of these things. Which I was trying to give me a ride or staying the fuck away from that. Going fishing and doing, just doing bum fuck anything. Uh, other than being around there. And I, uh, they fuck you, Tyrannata, motherfucker. Never fuck with him again. And that's also where I met uh, Robert Carson, another asshole uh, user. And he was from the project. But he, oh, God. You know, some parents from the project fuck up their kids. His parents and sisters and everybody else, even him, was from the project. But he actually left that project when he lived with an aunt somewhere. Uh, Cause he was getting his ass whooped, and uh, thought it was better than people. And uh, those uh, uh, Carson eyes again, those just hazel eyes that he used to try to intimidate people. Not to intimidate people, look, people stare at him down with them eyes. I said, don't look at me like with that fucking eyes, dude. They don't impress me, and they don't make me scared. Or like, what you talking about? You know what the fuck I'm talking about? And you know. Uh, blacks with those eyes tend to do that. Look at you, no one's. They try to scare you down, but try to cast your ass down. But you know, it doesn't matter. Some people even leave the project, come back and say, uh, I mean, not don't come back. 
Leave the project. Yeah, he better not come back. Better not leave and talk shit. But leave and talk shit about the people. Oh, man, I'm so glad I got the fuck away. So, but at the same time, you know, uh, news, this fucking news, they put something on there about casting. And I'm not really understanding. Isn't that the same as pressure discrimination, but turn inwardly? So why don't you explain that fucking shit? I mean, what is it? I mean, you want a point. Now, you've already said people with discriminatory practices are suffering from some mental health issues. What is that when you say this is one thing? But the same thing committed by Alcacy. Now, that's internal casting in the industry. You know, I know it don't just stay within that system, even when you do business with uh, There was this place, El Paso. <laughs> the yeah, I lived, uh, when I first went there, I lived in the hotel, uh, Luxury Suite on the Island. It was cool. Eight hundred something a month, you know, Wi Fi. Uh everything else was big. Had a bed. I had a bed, I had Wi Fi for my smart T V and uh utilities I didn't have to worry about. I got to cook inside a little bit, but at you know, at the same time I was uh Eating a lot of microwave shit and morning walk down to the damn uh, this is when I flip way off of uh, vegan only. But anyway, I don't want to talk about my dad. I'm saying. Hey, people were uh, Indian. I started out as uh, in there, you know, month to month. Oh, they wasn't doing a month to month. You had to get five weeks to go month to month. It's like three hundred a week, three, six, nine, twelve. They get it out of here before you break down. And then it was like eight hundred and something dollars, eight hundred maybe ninety dollars close with tax a month. I was getting seventeen, so I was kind of struggling, but not struggling. I uh, didn't have nothing else to pay other than a phone bill, fifty dollars a month. It depends on how much weed I was able to buy and at what price. You know, it wasn't like, uh, flat into with some people. And, uh, God, that's all I try to find is falling, dog, falling with the right people to get some weed. But anyway, I did find it up there, you know, and still. But, uh, I, uh, these people. They kind of look down on anybody who wasn't white. They, they themselves and their family had a skill of uh, range on the color scale. And um, from one, I mean, none look nearly white, but, you know, from really, really what we would call yellow to, you know, somewhat a uh, hint of uh, brown sugar or, or, or Toasty brown sugar. 
I noticed they uh, treated the, uh, them and they didn't treat me with any kind of regard or respect until after I had been there a minute and didn't worry about them, you know, paying my shit on time. And then they're oh, okay. You know, because they have this thing, you know, damn, I got to rent a black because I, I'll tell you what, the uh, old school dude who was there, him and Amber, and Amber was black and Amber was having trouble with her, and Amber was having trouble with everything with Amber was a fucking drunk, drinker who didn't mind fighting. <laughs> you know, and just went to jail once. They had a fight with this old man. But that was Amber, you know. She had a record and couldn't leave El Paso from San Diego. Can't leave El Paso. Can't leave Texas because she got a record been fighting. So. <laughs> but anyway, this was, wasn't a bad hotel. You know, I mean, I... I Ended up uh, uh, moving after maybe uh, six months or so there. Uh, I moved. <laughs> but there wasn't really that many. Uh, and that was upstairs, you know. Downstairs was this white guy, uh, Mike. Oh, dead head. Oh, weed head. Oh, pot head. Oh, uh, what do you call it? Dead head again. It would sit up there, and, you know, and he, he, he tried to exude an air of importance. But stayed in his room, you know, and sit out there and smoke his uh, American spirits, be coughing. Now you got lung this and lung that. Dude, why don't you smoke, motherfucker? So I wish a motherfucker would tell me I got some time sitting around with my lung. Well, I wouldn't, but then you never know. But then, you know, he, he was VA veteran trying to get all kind of money. And then he ain't had to worry about nothing, you know, being at the top of the ladder, white one. He got Mr. Mike, Mr. This, you know, and I know they never call me Mr. Anything. Badly addressed me by my name. I said it when I'm paying the rent. <laughs> and, you know, uh, I just go down there every day because they had coffee. And, you know, being on that little tight schedule with 700 left over, 800 left over after the rent, still trying to eat and can't cook because it's actually a little cheaper to cook. I ended up uh, uh, buying a lot of different things, which I hated. Then I would walk over to 7-Eleven uh, or the Circle K right there. And I'm pretty good people. I would walk over there in the morning, you know, because I was, had to buy a pack of cigarettes every few days and Go over there, get a coffee every morning. And you ended up going to these places on my coffee street. I ended up moving, and that's when I moved down on Van Buren. 29, 29 Van Buren. Uh, apartment, 18 first, and then 19, or 20, and then 19. And I lived there, and I actually had a good time there. Rent was $560, but for $300 more dollars in my pocket. Ended up hooking up with Louise around the corner, going out to throw trash to the back alley one day in this little apartment. And uh, see this old guy, him and his wife stayed there in the other corner. Hey, hey what's up? All right, you new? Yeah, 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 I'm new. And, you know, say, hey, well, welcome. You know, he's a broker Spanish, you know. He's, what, maybe probably 10 years older than me. So, like, uh, maybe not that old, but he had a hard life, though, you could tell. It's from, uh, try to say he was from Hawaka, Hawaka, Hawaka. 
But uh, he uh, hooked up with him, and he turned me on to this dude who worked at this place. I'm not even going to get a place. I got pounds from well, I could get, but I usually bought a quarter. Bought a quarter pound every month, you know. And uh, I smoke a ounce a week, but <laughs> sometimes. But usually I always smoke more than that and ended up uh, waiting and getting another one. Oh, if I didn't get that, because I didn't know anybody was selling any good quarters or or even 20. Some of them you could get, but, but anyway, those, those Indian people, and I did a lot of smoking in that damn apartment. So go in the bathroom, open that fucking window and smoke. And I said that for a minute, though. So. And plus the girls who was cleaning up was actually really nice. And, uh, I didn't have to worry about them coming in and reporting smoke because it was just a weed smoke. And I think they could have probably smoked them, which I never did anyway. But the weed in Texas was illegal. Actually, weed in New Mexico at the time was illegal. But uh, I noticed, you know, in the, in the land, the place where they had a cat, these people would not call me sir or mister or anything unless I took my money. And there was one of the older men who just like. Now, the lady was really nice. I got to admit, the younger lady was nice. She looked like she ran the business. I mean, fuck, that's your money. She's going to be nice. I was just like, what the fuck do you think? But the other one let me know how I really stood with them, you know, because it was like, they want to say good morning, walk right past me, and everything. I'm getting that coffee, you know. But, you know, whenever I was walking in, I'd say morning because I entered the place, but they wouldn't say anything. But that goes back to how this started off with the cast. These people here, the cast, do willingly discriminate. We in the black race have a cast that's been uh, uh, in existence uh, ever since slavery time, working in a big house, working in a big house. Always who they like or who they can adapt or who's the most non-threatening one, as they say with Senator uh, Scott. Run and claim of America being the most non-discriminatory country, discriminatory country in the world. There is nothing that exists, and, you know. But you know, though he's light, he's plain, it's bright. But anyway, the thing is, you know, the caste system exists, uh, and when those people in or on the news actually talking about you know caste within that, they actually not even acknowledging that. Racial discrimination is, then they saying that's part of the thing, you know, that's part of racial discrimination. It's not saying that it is, but it's part of it, but at the same time, you know, let's not go there. You know, that's one of the opponents, but let's not go there because it's inward. And why would something be declared that if it's inward? Huh? Just call it chaos. Not where it came from. It's been cast down, but where it cast down from what? And it didn't stop with the hierarchy. Because see, by them throwing that 3,000 year thing on it, and I got to end this, so when it, by them throwing that 3,000 year existence thing on it, that's when they're saying, well, that was before what? Yeah, that's before what? I mean, you know, because we, we started taking over right a thousand years before Christ. Okay. So, anyway, later, guy, uh, cast off that shit. 
But anyway, I just uh, want to say this is for those Haitian babies crying. And uh, we should be shamed. Shamed. Because that's right fucking next door. Shame on you. Casting this shit out. They're crying for Ukraine, crying about the cast of man. They're crying for Asian discrimination, crying for Jewish discrimination. Nobody won't even fucking acknowledge the discrimination going on because of this cast. He's at the bottom. Nah, fuck them. That's where they belong. So, anyway, um, it's a crazy fucking world we live in. Eat. Metal, heal, 